Man, uh, D Murph, man, it was it was I mean, a great experience, you know, a uh, great opportunity to, you know, just be able to shine some light on on on, on certain situations, but um, just to be able to reach out and you know say something, you know, give my story, give my testimony on um, my life and how it changed and how how you can get get through obstacles by not giving up. So, man, I man, I appreciate the opportunity of letting me shine my light on um, on just all. On, on, on the things that I had to face, and I feel like that uh, today was a great opportunity for someone listening to be able to make that change in their life. So, man, thank you so much. Uh, shout out to my boy, Ro, for, you know, bringing us together. And, um, man, it was it was phenomenal. So thank you so much and look forward towards another one. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pockham on this thing. This has been Joy. Katie, this is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? This is your boy Q from Chopping Over Q and Critical Dub Network. And you are tuned in. It's official, man. Yo, here's your host. Let's do it. It's that time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to the flagrant two with the big homie D Murph, where I literally and I mean literally always got something to say verbally or even non verbally. Y'all ready? I know I'm ready. Let's do it. First of all, shout out to my dog, everybody's dog, Big Roy, Rub Boy, turned up. Role for just allowing this brother right here on the other end to be able to rock with me. Motivational speaker, a former teammate at UTEP with my dog. Living with the phrase, be beyond great. We got G Reed on the other end. What's up, brother? Welcome to the Flagrant 2. Hey, man, it's, 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 it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, man. I truly appreciate the opportunity, man, just to... You know, come on here and, you know, shine some light or whatever that may be and, you know, just try to inspire some people, motivate some people to, you know, like my slogan is, man, to be beyond great. You know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we're going to talk about that, man. I know it might sound simple, but before we continue, though, man, give so give a background information on you growing up in Lufkin and how did you meet Big Roy? So we got to get the backstory, man. So, so I'll give you the backstory, man. Before, before even Lufkin, it was Los Angeles. Ah. I was born and raised in South Central Los Angeles, California, man. I was, I was, I was born. I mean, I was born in LA, and I was raised all through LA until I moved to Lufkin. And when Lufkin, I had the opportunity to finally play sports, and uh, from there, uh, I excelled on the field. But from Los Angeles, um, it was, it was a lot of gang violence. My mama, she was a part of the gang. You know, and I was eventually about to get jumped into a gang before she moved me out of there and she moved me to Texas. Mm. And um, with with my with my trials and tribulations in Los Angeles, it was the fact that I had dyslexia. I couldn't read, write, or speak into the fourth grade. Mm. And so the school system already labeled me and said I wasn't going to be anything. But I moved to Texas to have the opportunity to stay, stay away from gangs. But, you know, get the opportunity to play sports, you know, take me out of the out of the street life. You know, just put me into something that I can be able to spend more time and, 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 and invest into myself and that's when football came along. I dominated on the field, became a you know a top recruit, an all state player in the state of Texas and uh, that's when I went to uh, UTEP 
and I got a chance to finally, you know, meet um, the guys who I like to call my brothers. You yes, know, sir. You go to college, those guys end up being your brothers, and that's when I met uh, Royce. At first, I didn't say anything, but then it came a point in time when I got comfortable that he'll tell you I just wouldn't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. So that's dope, though, man. So when you was in LA growing up, they labeled you ha- having yeah. basically being a liability when it comes to speaking. So what was the turning point, man, to give you that confidence to where now you are a motivational speaker and you can speak with the utmost confidence? Man, what what really happened, man? I'll just be honest. Is like. When I was told I couldn't read, I couldn't write, I couldn't speak. When I go out and I, and I, and I speak to schools and I, you know, inspire the kids, is I tell them that the day my mother told me, and she she said this out of frustration because she just felt some type of way about it that the school said this, but she yelled at me and she said, "You dumb, you stupid, you can't read, you can't write, you can't speak. You're gonna be just like your father, nobody." Mm. See, I didn't know who my father was because my father wasn't in my life. And so since my father wasn't in my life, when she said those thing, things to me, I knew something was was wrong with her because she was smoking. My mom only smokes marijuana whenever she's depressed. She calls her medicine. And when she said it to me, she felt that I need to know what the school is saying about me. And at that moment, she went back and she graduated from um, high school because she dropped out. Gotcha. And what changed for me is when I got to college, like, I first didn't even, be- I didn't belong there. I didn't think I belonged there. I was the first one in my family to graduate. But I, as I'm there, I asked my advisor, I can't do kinesiology. It's too much science. Could you put me in something that would benefit me and being the best individual I can be? And she literally told me, I'm going to put you in communication because you like to talk. Mm. And I thought to myself, like, you don't understand it. <laughs> I was already told I couldn't read, write, or speak. Like, why would you put me in that? But my first class, it was like I was untouchable. And then as the classes started to grow and get, get more, they were challenging, but it was it was, it was was so easy. Mm-hmm. It was like literally so simple for me, but it wasn't simple. And then right when I finished school after graduating, I remember trying out for teams. I remember I got a call from Seattle. And I couldn't pass the physical because I had torn cartilage and three concussions that other teams, they didn't want to talk to me. And I remember sitting on the floor crying out. And I I asked God, like, why am I here? What's my purpose? Like, tell me something. And 30 seconds later, a friend of mine who who blew up his whole knee on the field with me, he calls me and he says, hey, won't you be a motivational speaker with us? Mm. And I had no clue. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then what made it even crazier is that when he said that to me, he said, the school we're going to speak at, when he said the name, it was literally two blocks away from where I was staying. Wow. And I went, I tried it out, and I've been doing it ever since. Wow. And it's interesting, too. First first of all, that testimony, man, is dope. Being uh, an athlete. First of all, growing up and hearing you can't read, you can't write, you stupid, that typically that tears our spirits down for life and carrying carrying that over into adulthood so salute to you for not even paying attention to that number two for being an athlete which later on 
And I've been saying this, but this is real, man. I'm, I've, I've been having people be on not only this platform, open forum, but also Why Not Sports. And you definitely going to be on that as well. But like you said earlier, three concussions, injuries, and still mentally on point to where you still speaking, man. That's that's purpose. Yeah. That's powerful at the same time, man. And also, I want to let the world know, on a lighter note, G. Reed came through, y'all. He came through for our first <laughs> live show. I didn't know the brother before. It's like, yo, Murph, it's my brother, man, from UTEP. He coming through. I say, he coming through? I say, I've been with you for, at that time, like two, two and a half years. And Big Roy, even to this day, Big Roy, you know I got love for you, bro. He'll introduce me to a few of his people. I got to find out if I'm out and about. Hey, hey, you you, you that D-Murph cat? I'm like, yeah, oh, Big Roy. I'm like, oh, Roselle? I'll be like, Big Roy. Oh, my bad, Murph. But anyway, thank you for coming, brother. Yeah. Thank you very much for the love and support up until the end. That was in 2018. Here it is, 2020. So thank you for that, man. I'm just glad to also pay it forward by having you on this uh, platform where I do uh, pray that we encourage and inspire more people that might, you know, have been told they can't, you know, read, write, or they just can't live up to the quote-unquote educational standards. So thank you very much, man. It's going to inspire somebody oh, for sure. Oh. Man, for sure, it's, it's it's huge to me. It's like, and what's funny is that I was talking to somebody. I was talking to. I was at a school the other day, and I was talking to a couple of kids. And before they got ready to introduce me, I told her, I said, "I'm I'm no longer a motivational speaker." She said, "So what are you?" And I said, "I'm an inspirational speaker." Mm. And then she like, I looked at me and said, "Why?" I said, "See, motivation is like when you put on clothes." I said, "Anybody can give you a motivational quote. Anybody can wear clothes." I said, "But." Not everybody that that has fresh clothes on are actually fresh. They didn't take no bath. Mm. Some people put on clothes and they're still dirty. Like to be inspired is to dig deep. Mm. And when I give you my message, it's coming from my heart and my soul. My grandma used to tell me all the time. She said, baby, I don't want to just hear you. I want to feel you. Mm. And that's what it's about is inspiring you is to change something. To motivate you is just to hype you up. Like after the hype is gone, you're back to the ground and you need more motivation. But to be inspired is changed. And when we talk about inspired, like for me, you know, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, I was inspired. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, Come I was on. inspired. These mm -hmm. people helped change me. And what I want and what I want to do as a speaker, I don't want to just give you some soda. I want to give you water that's gonna heal the body. I don't want to give you Kool-Aid that's gonna dehydrate you because of the sugar. No. That's, that's motivation. I want to give you water that's going to heal a body, that's going to help you detox, that's going to help you get to a place, going to help you have a clear skin. I want to give you that that's going to fix you. And it's not just going to give you something that's going to be there temporary. I want to give you something that's going to last. And that's why I like to say inspiration because I'm, a, I'm just a messenger and I'm out here giving you my message to inspire you to change your life, not to just give you the hype up your life at that moment. So um, that's what it's about, man, is what can you do for other people? Um, and as long as we can give and um, be able to shine a light on other people, because I feel like we're in a, we're in a place where um, the world is dark and you're a light. Mm -hmm. But so many people put so many lampshades onto lights when a light is supposed to stand out. Like, to be great, you got to be odd. To, to fit in is to lose yourself, but to stand out is to become yourself. And I mean, it's just, it's just taking the lampshade off everybody so they can see that they actually have a light. And let their light shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. You know, so that's what it's about.
This little light of mine. Hey, I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to start clapping, y'all. Hey, my bad, y'all. Hey. <laughs> hey, y'all know how I get, man. I start feeling myself, man, because won't he do it? And I know when I reached out to you via social media, and thank you for, for taking the time to reach out to me. And just like similar to you, Kobe Bryant, uh, the tragic, tragic, tragic death of of of, of uh, icon a father entrepreneur speaker like so many different hats and one of the things you told me was man i i i haven't been on social media can you from your perspective let the world know how much of an impact kobe had in your life and far as not being on social media because this right here is going to touch a few people that's maybe need to hear this well, when it comes to Kobe Bryant, man, I didn't I didn't realize what sports. I, I didn't have a a sense of what sports really was until 1996. And when 1996 happened, that's when I first picked my first football team, which my mom was a Raiders and Steelers fan, and she was watching the game. And the Ravens had to be playing. I was like, I like those. I like that team mm. because I grew up the whole my whole life watching the Lakers, which are purple and gold. Mm. And then all of a sudden. I see the Lakers and I say, I don't know who this guy is. You know, he's young, but I like this dude. And mm-hmm. he was just, he shot an air ball and he went, he shot another one and he shot another one. I was like, man, okay, this is going to be pretty good. And I, I watched this kid grow up. I watched him grow up and it was like, he was my brother. And what people don't realize is that in other cities, Kobe was like a God in our city mm-hmm. because whether you was a crip or whether you were a blood, you went for Kobe. He unite like he brought the city together. And if you just think about it, this is me off the top of the head just saying this, is that when you look at the bloods are red and the crypts are blue, and if you put both colors together, what do you have? Mm. You have purple. Mm-hmm. Kobe brought people who didn't like each other together for that one moment and he made he made you proud. And what made me even what made it even better is that Kobe went from number eight to copying everything that Jordan did. He's trying to be the hero of everything. Mm-hmm. So he changed his number to 24 and he became, he said, I'm going to become me. I, I'll take the villain role. If you don't like me, it's because you don't like me, but it's okay. I'm going to still be me. And what Kobe meant to me, his mentality of how he took the game is how I approach, how I approach tests, how I approach everything that I do. And I just look at that and I say, man, that's the type of mindset that you have to have to be great. Because to, to be great is not just to be good, it's to push yourself to the fact that when you're scared, I'm gonna go past that. And just how he did that, and how he began, how he did that as a father as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be afraid to just have girls and and treat them and show my love towards them. In the world we live in, men are not supposed to show that type of affection. Yeah, but he wasn't afraid to. And so um, to watch that happen, or you know, hear that news, I had to take a break from it because so much of it just brought me down yeah um, just just hearing the news I, I i immediately i immediately was in tears for the simple fact that this was the guy that i you know i felt like was my brother i feel like everybody felt like there was a brother and just to watch this man grow up watch this man do what he did just be phenomenal on the court off the court uh it was it was it was, it was painful and i feel like there's some people um some people kind of kind of kind of played into just because it was a trend yeah. Some people just start posting things because they saw it was Kobe. Because you had some people who never even liked Kobe, 
and all of a sudden they're posting certain things about him. And, right. Um, just just to see it, uh, it, it was just crushing to see that Kobe, he, he had to go that way. But yeah. not just to take away from anybody else that passed away, but for simple fact that his wife can never see him again. Mm-hmm. His wife will never be able to speak to him or his daughter again. Uh, it's just a painful situation, you know, and um, he was, I, I, his family's hurt, but I felt like I was a part of his family and I mm-hmm. felt like I was hurt just as well. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't see anything. So I had to stay away from social media as well as um, just anything that had to do with all of it. I had to stay back and just uh, have a have a moment of mourning. And that's important. And thank you for sharing that, man. And, and that's dope, man, as far as the, the Bloods and the Crips and uniting. And some of the listeners that are fairly young and don't know how we grew up, you had to mix and match colors and see what it came up with. So for that younger listener, yes, you heard the Blood and the Crips, red and blue does equal purple. So that's ching-ching. Now yeah. you learn something from the flagrant two <laughs> in, in response of Brother G. Reed. So y'all can thank us later. Yeah. <laughs> But it's important, man, to sometimes you just got to block things away from your sphere, from your aura, from your space, so you can have a clear head and clear thoughts. And that's very important. Very important. So thank you for that. That's an underrated thing, in my opinion, just shutting things off and staying focused. A lot of people don't do that, and it's hectic. And like you said, uh, dark world. Yeah. Most most, most definitely. It's needed. Sometimes what happens is we don't, we don't try to we, we, don't, we don't get space we're too close to everything and sometimes you have to back away i remember i heard a story someone was saying that they, they had they had a picture and um they kind of they kind of revealed it and it was a painting and some people were close and it was like oh man it's like it's kind of messed up from here and they told him to back up and when they told him to back up he was able to see that the picture was clear and the person told him he said sometimes you can't see the full picture because you're in it mm. so sometimes you have to remove yourself you have to remove yourself to see a bigger picture and everybody you know they, they have their own views when they're so close but when you back up you have a different perspective like what i took from the situation is that um you should you should love love on your loved ones while you have them now because you never know when they're gone mm. but if you're in this situation all you're thinking of is oh man kobe's gone kobe's gone but what is the bigger picture I feel like every time something dies, it brings life to a situation, but mm-hmm. you have to remove yourself and be back from a distance to see the full picture because so you're not in it, you know? And uh, I feel like in that situation, that's what you got to do as people. got to back away sometimes so we can see it clear and then move forward into it. Man, that's dope, man. I, again, this this is one of these episodes, man. It's going to it's going to inspire. It's going to empower at least one person. And your phrase, "Be beyond great." Where did that come from? You was resting one day, man, and you like like what what out of all the phrases or titles or brands that you have, why that in particular? Man, the the "Be Beyond Great" came from I, I I I was watching something. And I think it was an Eric Thomas video, and he said, "You're not, you're not." Uh, he said, "You're not average. You're not good." And I was like, "We're not." And then what happened is, right after that, after watching that video, I was sitting there and I was I was praying, and I and I I ran across the verse that said that you were born into a royal priesthood. 
And I was like, man, if you were born to a royal priesthood, that means you was not born to be average. You was not born to be good. You was born to be beyond great. Mm. <laughs> and what really hit me with the beyond was that I thought to myself, like, what is like what is beyond? Yeah. Like beyond is what you can't see. And to have faith is what you can't see. And so if he created you not to be average and not to be good, he didn't create you just to be great. He created you to be something that you cannot even see. And that's to be beyond. So when I, when I, when I say it, I mean it because as a kid, when I couldn't read, I couldn't write, I couldn't speak. I had to look beyond where I was. Mm. And there's a quote that says, there's a difference between winners and losers and has nothing to do with sports. Winners always look at what, what losers always look at what they're going through. And winners always look at what they're going to. Mm. When you're in the game and you're losing, you can't look at the scoreboard because that's where you are. You got to look at your heart and say, this is where we're going. We're going here. And that's beyond what you see because sight will stop you. But vision will keep you going because vision sees beyond what sight sees. So be beyond great was me having vision that whatever I see right now, this is just right now, but it's not forever. And I got to keep pushing to get to my greatness. And only how I'm going to get to my greatness is eliminating just being good, eliminate just even being great. It's being beyond that. And I don't know what any other word that's going to mean infinity or beyond. I just know beyond, I can never stop going. There it is. And I put a limitation to it. Man, this is needed. This is needed, man. This is definitely needed. And to be beyond great, you can't do it by yourself. Or it's definitely no. very hard, <laughs> almost impossible to do it by yourself. And you speak on your mentor. Even when we first met, you were saying how impactful and how vital your mentor is to you. Can you just shine some light on that? Because... You've been you in this game. You know how it is. Oh man, I don't need nobody to tell me. I don't need nobody to direct. I got this. Can you give them your experience on having a mentor or people or person that can help you get to the next level? It's it's important that you have that that, that you have someone that you that you model someone. Um, and we could talk about Kobe. Kobe looked at Michael Jordan and he modeled his game. Yes. So he modeled his game. He didn't. He didn't. He, he he had his moves, but he he changed them into himself. But he needed he needed a benchmark. Yeah. And I feel like all of us need that. Like you 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 feel like you have all the all the keys, all the tools, until you get put in that situation. See if you have if you have coffee in your hand and I bump you, what comes out? Coffee. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever you pour into yourself is what's going to come out. And if all you're doing is pouring into yourself and you don't have everything you need. When you get hit with that problem when it comes, that's all you're going to have. But if you have a mentor that can pour the right things into you, they can push you in the right direction, just guide you. What happens is now you're able to be the best that you can be. You only can be good just doing you. Yeah. But you're not going to be great until you have some help. Even if that's a spouse, if that's a friend, if that's a, it's whatever it may be. Yeah. You need someone to help you throughout the whole the whole way that you're going and I remember going to Seattle I remember Marshawn Lynch said something to me and it was it was a phenomenal quote he actually told me he said man if you want to go far you go together but if you want to go fast you go alone 
and mm. just just that minute that we spoke I, I just remember that and it's the truth Jesus had 12 disciples he could do it by himself but he had 12 to deliver the message yeah because he could do it but he had 12 to deliver it so it could be more impactful that he's saying it's not just me look he look he did it he did it he did it and sometimes you need those experiences from someone else just to be a guidance for yourself for you to grow like if you want to go far you go together but if you want to go fast go along so together is where you is where you're at your strength alone is when you're at your weakness shout out to marshawn lynch he is man he quietly in the past few years been that i've been observing he is a speaker in his own right just like yeah. at, the, at the playoff game i mean at the press conference for their last game telling the guy hey man <laughs> save and get them chickens yeah, <laughs> I mean it's funny, but he get like y'all take care of yourself, get this money now, and and and, yeah. and save it and invest it. Like, man, and for here yeah. you tell the story when you was in Seattle pre- preparing for the you know league and, and 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 working out, and for him to tell you this, man, shout out to Marshawn Lynch, man, he's definitely climbing the ladder of athletes that i would like to just rub elbows with and just say hi to so thank you for confirming that yeah <laughs> phenomenal guy man he he was he was i mean like it was a it was a short like he probably don't even remember me but i i remember uh I, I was watching a video the other day he had a he had a he had like a conference he was talking and he said that one of the hardest things is for athletes when they finish football or whatever sport because you are now trying to find who you are as an individual. Yes, sir. Because your whole life, you know, you've been de- dealing with demons of you playing this sport. And when you don't have any more, you know, you don't, you, you try to find who you are. And that's the hardest thing you can do. And he, he's, he's just so intelligent. People, some people look at him and say, oh, you know, he's not really intelligent, but he's one of the smartest individuals I've ever met in my life. Yes. But, you know, his, 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 his identity from what you see face to face man not sure but Marshawn man he's a he's a true true individual he's 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 phenomenal great human being man and man I mean hey, hey there, there's so much I could say but yeah he's, he's he's great and remember world we speaking to G Reed be beyond great now you a big guy I'm a big guy I'm just now I just gotta keep it real with you how many times have you gotten after you've spoken Wow, you you're actually a nice guy. You're very smart. You know how to speak. <laughs> like you expect me because I, I got the the you know kind of the bushy hair, the the the, the uh, beard that's pretty thick, and I'm a big guy. Like I, I can't talk. I'm not approachable. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I get that. I, I get that so often. I, I get it so. I go to schools. And I I even walk into the school, and when I'm walking in, they look at me like, whoa. You know, and but then when I get to speak and I finally speak, it's like wow, like I didn't even, I didn't even recognize you had that in you. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's 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 always what they see. And 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 one thing about uh, Eric Thomas, what I love the most is, you know, when he wears the hat, because he's himself. Yeah. He says, "Be yourself." Yeah. Uh, one thing I loved about Nipsey is Nipsey was the same way as I'm gonna be me. You know, like if if you if you come if you come looking at me and you focus on what I'm wearing and you're actually losing the whole message that I'm trying to provide for mm. you. You know, and so 
when they see us, man, they they that's, that's a big dude. <laughs> but there's a story behind this yes, big sir. dude that I'm trying to give to you, you know. Yes, and, it uh and it, it's been a whole bunch of trials and tribulation. Like me, you get here. You know, like we talked about at the beginning. I, I was a premature kid, and most premature kids get get huge. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it is is I, I get it all the time. Every, everywhere I go, that's a big guy. Sometimes I don't think I'm that big. <laughs> I hear somebody say, "I was so big, man." I be like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I guess I'm big." Man. <laughs> and I'm not laughing at you, G. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm laughing as, as as far as supporting you because I get the same thing. People that finally met me from maybe checking out an Instagram picture and you know hearing the podcast and they see me, they were like, "Whoa, you you bigger in person." I'm like, I'm like you said, I'm like, oh, I'm really that big. And listeners don't laugh at me, but I'm very comfortable, or we are comfortable in our own skin to where we don't sing big, at least to the point to where you feel intimidated, basically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, big dog. And the last thing I have for you, and G. Reed, brother, thank you very much, man. The world will know how to find you, how to book you for guest appearances on different podcasts as I continue to grow, man. So thank you for that. But you are also not only taking your speaking to the next level by going to schools, but now you want to take your motivation no excuse me your inspirational speaking on a podcast note talk about that a little bit man um i i feel like man just like i have these analogies that i have and i i like to give them out you know i feel like it's it's, it's important to uh relate you know in, in any way possible so I, I i create a podcast that i normally do when i'm on the road when i'm traveling i drive a lot so when i'm on the road i i just i just kind of get on the podcast and and drop an analogy that I, that I have from uh, speaking with the student because I get students all the time that that may message me and say uh, how how impactful I was or what they're going through at home and I just kind of bring that to light and I, I I put an analogy with it you know so people can 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 look differently at something and and just grow uh, mentally uh, with 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 the inspirational uh, theme behind it mm-hmm. so. I have a podcast, and the podcast is it's, it's on Anchor. But when it's on Anchor, it actually actually goes to uh, Apple Music as well. You can just look my name up, uh, Jamar Reed, and you should be able to find it um, through there. And then uh, I, I'll post it on my on my uh, Facebook, which is Jamar Reed Jr. Or you, you'll see some links and stuff from uh, Instagram, which is G Reed sixty one. World, I'm gonna say this again, world. Make sure y'all support G. Reed, Jamar Reed Jr. You know what I'm saying? Y'all make sure y'all Facebook, Instagram. Make sure y'all follow. This guy is making moves. Can't wait to see him in person again. It's been a couple of years, brother. But you know I've been working. So it ain't because I'm dodging you. It's I've been working. You know what I mean? But But thank you, man, for being that student athlete to not only give back to the students but also live in that mission hashtag more than an athlete by speaking by inspiring by providing hope so i want to just thank you again man for letting letting me have the opportunity to allowing you to tell your story and man is this 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 is this was exciting, man? These one of these episodes, man. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to because some of the phrases you were saying, I was like, oh, that's 
I like that. I'm actually I'm I forgot I was recording for a minute because of some of the things, <laughs> man, that you were saying and and then what you said how Marshawn was telling you um about, you know, as far as going together, go far, be, you know, go alone, you go fast. And it's kinda like, man, and, and I wanted to say that because people, whether you're a speaker, you're a content creator, podcaster, entrepreneur, as I'm gonna re emphasize this, you cannot or it's going to be very difficult to do it by yourself. Yeah. It's always good to have that. My our case, that Roselle Smith, or that spouse, yeah. or that brother, that sister, that aunt, that a, a grandmother, grandfather, uncle, like whoever mentor, wherever whoever they might be. Take it for what it's worth. Be humble. And put that pride aside and let somebody help you or let people help you so you can elevate and do what your purpose is or God's purpose in your life is. And that's all I got, man. Unless you got something else. I am done for the day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I'm, I, I mean, like I end everything I'm ever on, you know, and as he said, you know, working together and having a team, it's just, you know, just like for myself. I mean, I have a team, which, which my guy, he has, he has a, you know, he, he does, he does videography. His name, his name is Ted Salou. Uh, Silent Echo Studios. We we worked together, been best friends for years and years. Gotcha. And he and he's the reason why I am what where I am now because he pushes me, drives me. You know, just as a friend, he stays on me, he keeps me accountable. And you have to have it. But um, like I end everything I'm ever on, and I always say, you know, just the phrase I repeat is, "Don't be average, don't be good, be beyond great." And the reason why I say it because it's not just a phrase; it's a lifestyle. So whatever you do is to give everything you have and to push yourself to be beyond great. So um, for the ones that's listening, I, I just want you to truly believe in yourself because that's the hardest thing to do is to believe in yourself. And now that once you believe in yourself, believe that you will be beyond great and then live that way. Every step, everything that you do, every opportunity, you be beyond great. My personal sound effects. Y'all heard y'all heard G Reed. Y'all follow on Facebook. Follow him on Instagram. You on Twitter? Uh I I don't have Twitter. Don't okay. Have Twitter. I'm just making sure. I want people to find you everywhere, sir. That's all. I want to make sure. Yeah. But Facebook and Instagram. G dot Reed sixty one on the gram. Jamar Reed Jr. on Facebook. Anyway, y'all. Thank y'all. First time listeners. Truth, truly, truthly, truly. I'm going to say it again. Truly, I appreciate you guys for rocking with me and tuning in. For the avid listeners, what up, man? Definitely cannot do this without y'all. And for those who rock with me, y'all know I say this often. I never take a guest for granted. I never take opportunities such as this for granted. I'm just glad I can continue to do this from starting this game in 2016, getting stronger year by year. Find me on Twitter. Find me on Instagram at HDMurf. You can shine, you can find the show on most platforms, including Pandora. Still haven't introduced it to the world. Still behind on my social media posts. But y'all rock with me. Y'all know I got the, the family life. Y'all know I still work for a living. And I'm still just, you know, making sure I develop myself to get y'all this content. But anyway, I'm out. We love y'all. And y'all already know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on. 
day in and day out, man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Uh, be murky, you did it again. Setting trees like you winning the win. Fighting the good fight, sick of the sins. Connecting dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Adore my wife and I love my kids. I never let them down, never let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me because of brown, that's okay. I got the blood of a king. Saw it in the dream, ain't all with the scene. Try to turn us to fiends. We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. These beliefs trying to kill y'all. I'm just here trying to heal y'all. So listen as we work, dropping them gems now, rocking with D-Murph Tuning in as we get it in, so melanin, being better men, we so adamant About the culture, sick that is vultures, we in the game now, watch how we coach ya Keep your guns in the holster, love is life and that's how we approach ya